Welcome to another episode of the Love Hate Movie Reviews Podcast. We are your hosts, Jay. And Sherry. And today we'll be reviewing the Book of Clarence. Clarence. Why'd I say it like that? The Book of Clarence. Oh, how else do you say Clarence? <laughs> All right, so the general plot of the movie, in a nuts, in a summary, is this young man Clarence. He's living in Jerusalem. He feels like every, he doesn't feel that way, but he feels like everybody's looking at him like he's a loser and failure, a failure, and everything like, like that. His brother Thomas is one of Jesus's disciples, and that also plays into him feeling that way because he feels like his brother left the mom and yeah. abandoned them to you know. Uh, get some higher calling or some higher purpose, and then he's just there. He feels stuck. And that's where the premise of the movie comes into him saying, I want to be like the Messiah. Him coming up with the scam, essentially, which is a terrible idea. Terrible idea. But that's <laughs> that's what the scam is. That's what he's decided that he's going to seek his higher purpose through doing. Um, and as the movie goes along, he gets all these brilliant ideas mm-hmm. to, to do where... it. And he's trying to figure out how... The Messiah is doing what he does, and it's some kind of trick right. or illusion. One of the of greatest the scenes of... <laughs> when he went to go visit Jesus' mother of all people. Yeah, to which, figure out how he's been um, doing it. It's also kind of weird that it took place in Jerusalem, and they were calling him Jesus and not Yeshua. But that's neither here nor there. So very true. They went to Jesus' mother's house. They went to Mary's house, and you know he's asking. And one of the greatest moments. In the movies, and he played out where he asked Joseph, "Like, did you really believe that?" <laughs> right. That this. Was Thank God, son. got her pregnant. Thank God got her pregnant. So that was. So that he was, was like, basically mm. he was basically trying to debunk everything. Everything that Jesus was um, and all the miracles he was doing as all magic the miracles tricks. that he was doing as magic tricks and stuff like that, which I know it created a lot of controversy. But I kind of like that he was raising those questions because. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are going to disagree with that, but I feel like you should ask those questions and find that out for yourself. Absolutely. And ultimately, that's what this movie was about. Like, he was asking all these questions, and he just didn't want to believe it just because they're in this time and era where, according to the Bible anyways, it seemed like everybody believed it. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case and for him. And what I liked was that asking the questions isn't what got him into the trouble. Right. It was all the other stuff that all got him into trouble. All the other stuff he was doing. Asking questions was just fine. It was just about um, really self-like belief because he kept making a point about that, like how um, faith doesn't move is all about like knowledge. That's what he kept saying. It was about knowledge and self-belief. He kept saying, like, yo, yo, it's not. It was weird. He was an atheist in the time. Anyways. In the time where everybody believed in God. He did not. Yes, he did. He had a growth moment. He did have a growth moment. When he freed the When the he slaves. freed the slaves. And, and also he, where he did snitch on who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he wasn't the only one that had character I, development, I though. So Elijah had some character growth as yeah, well. Yeah, he had character growth for sure. Especially towards the end, after he saw the miracle with Mary. Yeah. Where she didn't get stoned. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he was Stop like, I'm telling you, it's real, real. It's real. I saw it with my own two eyes. And even then, Clarence was trying to tell him he ain't really, <laughs> he he ain't was really a, see what he thought he remember, saw. he was a smoker. So yeah, he's like, oh, you yeah. That was definitely but he like actually, but if you look at the movie, he didn't smoke. As he kept going, that. right, after yeah. he smoked. Yeah, anymore. after he saw that. So there was definitely character growth, so I'll yeah. give him that much. As far as did it keep me engaged, it did, and it moved along. Like, you know how movies have a lot of filler that just doesn't make any sense? I will give it to the director. They did a good I, job of creating flow. I, I There was a couple moments to me that dragged. 
and it was like, could we? Because we know where okay, we're going with it. Okay, which moments was it? The random side quest in the missions, like when he went to the smokehouse and they were floating. And it was like little things but like that. But that's where he got his idea from. So they had to they go had to and that. float. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good And then too. even if you want to say the parts where he went to the different towns and was preaching and all no, that. No, not that. That, that. Was that was necessary that was to necessary. what? To the scam that yeah. he was trying that he to was do. Running. That was necessary. So I think it had flow and... I don't think it went on longer than it should have. Longer than it should have. So although it might have been something that wasn't as engaging, I think that they minimized that by not making it as long as as it could have been. So the movie does. Jesus is in it. First of all, he is in the movie. He's did just not the main Jesus character. Or did they call him the Messiah. They called him the Messiah. Like he was Most mentioned it, as Jesus. Like he was mentioned as Jesus. So he was in the movie, but this is not his movie. movie. It's definitely Clarence's movie. And one. The way that they introduced him, I actually thought was really cool, but they didn't they didn't keep with it because you know actors have to have their FaceTime. Where yeah, but it would have been cool. It would have been really faceless. nice because right, that they kept them face they had him in a silhouette and I thought it was cool, like, oh they're not gonna show his face because you know no one knows what Jesus was like. But of course that didn't last long. And the actor that did play Jesus, he did a good job. Yeah, he did. With what they gave him. With what they gave him. Uh yeah, that was my only like thing I wish they would have. What what about you? I think the main characters did well. Obviously, my favorite character was Elijah, but um, Tiana Taylor was Mary, and that was that was cool. Again, Dave, so you, so having a, a black, all black cast was cool, um, definitely. And Judah's character, he did. It was it was very believable. Mm-hmm. It was more believable that he was Judas than any other yeah, you know, <laughs> movie that has portrayed you, you know, You know who's my favorite character? <laughs> who's one of my favorite characters? Is Barabbas. Barabbas, the immortal. man. So, so the thing with Barabbas yeah. is, is that in the Bible, if you're not familiar, Barabbas was actually not uh-huh. a hero of any kind. And the people actually traded Jesus for Barabbas. So Barabbas was freed and, and Jesus went on. Um, to the cross. But in this movie... <laughs> they mixed him. With, the Barabbas um, became a, a different character altogether. Was and, with the heel, Achilles. They mixed him. With yeah, Achilles. so they, they, so they mixed a lot her. of different ideas to create Barabbas. But, but it made like his character... He was character, a slave, and then they character. freed him. And it made him a fun <laughs> character. He was a loyal character, but then he was also like... He had a lot of self-belief. Yes, and in it, himself, and it showed it, like, and in his people, mm-hmm. and just his overall strength and everything. So he, to me, was a standout character, maybe even more so than Clarence, to be character. honest. Because Clarence, again, there's no mention, at least to my knowledge, of a Clarence in the Bible. <laughs> so Barabbas being a different, like not this murderer mm-hmm. that he's portrayed as in the actual biblical story. Um, was was a nice touch, mm-hmm. honestly, and he he was a character that I, that I enjoyed As watching. A, he was a standout. He was a yeah. standout character, yeah, and like you was. said, Elijah was also a standout character. He was. Um, I can't really think of too many others. Was if you did not know who the actor was, like you said, Tiana Taylor. Yeah, I just know who she is. Yeah, but yeah. other people, I can't say they stood. Well, Clarence's love interest, she was. I don't know if okay. she stood out though. She was in the movie. She did a good job. Again, that's really all you can say about the performances. They did good with what they gave them. 
And another highlight in the movie had to be it was a small moment, but John small the Baptist. Moment, John the Baptist. Uh, when he had to baptize Clarence. Yeah. If you if you go if you watch the movie, watch it for that at least. Yeah, that, that scene was, awesome. was that scene was pretty good. And Clarence needed every bit of that baptism. And for <laughs> how long he held them down under there, he probably need to be held down a little longer. <laughs> Other development was Jedediah the Terrible. Yeah. He had a, a nice I say a, a very impactful speech. Yeah. But it was also like, yeah, that type of speech that you put in these kind of movies. You know, like, right. oh, stop you over policing, you're over abusing, you're over yeah. it was one of those speeches. But I like that it came from him because he was the guy who was kind of pulling all the strings in that area. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it as like a hood or something, he was like He was big, also doing damage too. The big so. guy that's over that's has all of that interconnected, right? Mm-hmm. So it was good that it came from him. Yeah. Um, oh, another standout moment. Would you like to talk about it? What? Uh, one of Sherry's, uh, I don't know, if he, is he one of your favorite actors? Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh, yeah. He was so he, he's definitely <laughs> in my um, my top actors that have range. Because to go from, so his character was a small role, but being the kind of actor that he is, it was really dope for him to be in the movie for a small role. But he was the homeless guy <laughs> in the in the movie and I had no idea it was him until until the he, end when he, he went to like, oh. the salon and you know and the Messiah did a miracle for him and you know he, he had money say, essentially growing out of his hands yeah so he benefited from that and he went and got clean and then found out that it was him under there this whole time mm-hmm. so yeah so as far as acting range goes he, he has it. Man, he has it. it. Had no idea it was him until the end. Okay, so were there any standout moments or scenes that left a lasting impression? Oh, Anything in particular? Go yeah, go ahead. Go. Anything in particular. What, what so you? the Last Supper scene was fire. Oh, <laughs> wait, they recreated? Yes, it was. Yeah, and I got to give it to the director. Yes, it was. Just the, that whole scene was really And the freeze really frame good. so you could really like yeah, see it. Yeah, like, oh, it's frame the last and the slow motion and just that inner turmoil that Judas had. Yeah. And yes, they made a joke at the end where he's like, I don't even like Mary's bread that she makes. <laughs> right, but, like, I don't even like her cooking. <laughs> yeah, I don't like her cooking. But then he ended up, you know, fulfilling the prophecy of, you know, dipping the bread into at the same time with Jesus. So that scene, though, just visually was really, really dope. And I really enjoyed it. And it was a nice it was a nice touch. And it was unexpected. Like mm-hmm. I knew when when the scene started that it was the last supper but when they made that transition it just made that scene a hundred times better so you know what mine was and actually afterwards i saw a lot of people talking about it is when clarence walked on water and a lot of people saw it as the movie trying to say that he himself was some type of Mm -hmm. messiah but it wasn't the way i saw it was like this it was god proving himself to be real to the to Romans. Clarence. To and Clarence. And to the Romans. And because remember, the Romans went on a whole tirade at first. Where's yeah. your God? Your God is. So yep, yep, that's Clarence true. walking on the water and then the sky because opened up. Because he couldn't swim. And right. then it, it proved it to Clarence, too, that, right. ultimately, because this is real. This there's is no way I. I'm supposed to this. right. I'm supposed to be able to do. I this. know I, I can't he, swim. Right. I know this. And he this doesn't not, believe either. Right. 
So, so I think that's the moment Clarence believed. Right. And to me, that was a real powerful moment because it was like God making himself real to everybody. Because every, yeah, it was a whole audience and everybody was like. Yeah, everybody was And then he told the Romans to. followers that right, were, you and know, because he, he was scamming people. Yeah. So <laughs> there was some people that were saying afterwards, like, oh, it was just trying to show that, like, you know, Clarence had powers. Like, no, it was no, God. Because yeah. remember, there was a, I think there was a pastor who said God would use anybody. Yep. It was yep. that moment where it's like God will use anybody, anywhere, anytime mm-hmm. to prove himself. So that was a powerful moment. So I go into all our movies that we're going to review with no expectations. Like I try to have zero expectations. Um, And usually when I have no expectations, those are the movies that if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you'll know that those are the ones that I usually love and Mm -hmm. they surprise me in the end. So this one, I would say I had no expectations. I saw maybe one trailer about it and jay actually told me about all the controversy that was around the movie i just saw it and i was like oh i think i want to watch this so i would say that it was surprising in a way where it wasn't completely trash okay like it wasn't horrible to watch and it had some positive Mm -hmm. moments so I would say I was surprised more in that instance that it just wasn't horrible. All right. To me, it was as it was like that as well. I went into it just expecting a movie. Like I didn't go into it thinking I'm gonna pick apart this controversy. This. I just went into it seeing it as a movie, and because I went into it seeing it as that, it wasn't mind blowing, but it wasn't overly terrible. And I was looking. Mm-hmm. For the disrespect that people say had in it and the outrage and all of that. And just from looking at it in a movie perspective, there wasn't really any you this this is what I'm trying to say. You wasn't as bad. It wasn't as, as bad say. and you would have to like just want to be outraged. Right. Because like I said And I guess the, the director and the writer and the producers, like those mm-hmm. people will have to come out and say that they sought to offend people. They sought right. to be I, controversial. I didn't they sought to, you know, make Clarence or make the Messiah and make Christianity right. a joke. Like they, they would have to come out and say those things for and, me and to it, and speak on that. It's like I said, they didn't, Jesus was in it, but it wasn't in a mocking way. The religious parts was separate from the Clarence being like yeah. a terrible person part. Yeah. And it, sound, it came off like the people who were outraged. Maybe you just saw the trailer <laughs> yeah. and thought something else was going to happen instead of seeing the movie. Well, I think this is maybe... The first time? I don't know. I haven't seen too many movies. I think a lot of outrage probably came from all I don't know. I don't know. You know I was not well, outraged. Well I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> end I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. end that question with <laughs> um I wasn't surprised though because it did hit a lot of beat by beat. I was pleasantly in surprised movie. in a you good was? way. In a good way. Um I wasn't surprised in it, a good way. To, to me it came off exactly how it was it was gonna be. It was gonna be this this guy having an idea, the idea falling apart. It was like beat by beat. It didn't really do nothing. It did do a couple things. It was like, that was cool. Like I said, yeah, with the yeah. scene of him That's walking on water. That's why I said, I'm pleasantly surprised. It was better than I thought it was going to be, for sure. I could agree with well, that. Well, again, I didn't have any expectations, going but right. it was good. Mine was that I actually, honestly, I had expectations that it was going to be the good. most blasphemous thing on earth. And it wasn't. That is, so I, 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 I got, that did surprise yeah. me. So I didn't have yeah. those expectations because I really did think that far into it. And I, the pleasant surprise came from it not being mm-hmm. horrible. So as far as the cinematography, we did talk about the scenes that we liked already, but mm-hmm. I did want to point out the way that they use music and the soundtrack 
throughout. Sherry the loves movie. it. I, I they did the I same really like thing it. in Lovecraft Country, <laughs> and I don't know. I like I like when they use modern music in a time period that it wouldn't normally exist. So hearing rap mm-hmm. during biblical times, like it's kind of cool. Right? It was cool. It was cool. It I is. don't know. It worked for me. No, it, it for is, me. and I would admit that it is. But I'm. I myself, I don't like dance breaks or when it, no, I don't. I, and it's in, in any, you could listen, even when I was younger with um cartoons with the Disney movies and all that, I did not like the dance breaks. So they just stopped. And Emperor's oh, New Groove, and Emperor's New Groove was my movie, but I hate it. I hate movies that do that. They stop in there. I'm sorry. That's just my pet peeve. Well, this one, it didn't only use it during dance breaks. They mm-hmm. used it during transitional oh, yeah. moments and things like that. They used it during um, mm-hmm. that scene with, with Mary and the stone. Mm. Like when she was getting stoned, they used that as transitional music for when the Messiah came in and performed that miracle there. So it was it was well used. And it any movie that's going to use modern music in a time period where it doesn't exist, like... It works. It works for me. It worked for Lovecraft Country, like I said, and I've seen it in a couple other movies um, and shows. And I like it. I like it. I think they did it also in The Harder They Fall. Yes, they did. They did that. They did in Django, too. They did it in Django. So it it works for me. It works for me. I don't know. I wanted to point that out. I don't hear a lot of people talking about that, but it's a theme that I'm seeing more often in movies and shows. I think with me, what ruined it for me. And like I said, you liked it in that movie. Was in The Great Gatsby. I didn't like the music. I guess I just didn't like... It's the music that they choose sometimes that I don't like. Because in The Great Gatsby, I didn't like the track selection. I, I have, to go, back. I have to go back and watch it. But it worked but for in this, this one. Yeah, in this it one. Worked it worked for this movie, definitely, yeah. So, him being Thomas's twin brother. Thomas was one of Jesus' disciples, of course. That and was, he's also known for doubting. For doubting. Which is what Clarence... Did it throughout the entire movie. Right. So that was the only confusing part for me. Was like he Clarence could have been a set. What I'm saying is Clarence could have been a separate character who was like a friend or something. I don't think he needed to be. His I, I think that that was their their way into the story. You always need a character to make it more personal. Take you into the story. Yeah. And I think that was their way in to oh. say that Thomas wasn't the one that was doubting. It was his twin brother. And Clarence. of course, the ending where he got the idea at the end. Did yeah, he learn anything? It left it up in the air, like confusing because is he going to continue to anything? Keep, is he going to continue to to scam? Right, people? like oh, I have a new idea. Ideas were scams. Right. So <laughs> at the end, I'm like, oh, is he going to use? Is he going to use it as a as a, a positive as a positive to like preach the gospel, or is he going to do it as a? There was a lot of people who did that. As yeah. a, oh, I have an idea now. So that was those were the confusing moments right. for me. Any any for you? Um. Or something just like wasn't clear as it didn't. No, that that was all that was confusing to me. One thing that we didn't point out was that other people were crucified right. for pretending to be the Messiah. Or if someone said It was like witch trials were like this person said yes, they're the Messiah. Yes, it was like that and they were that... and then Clarence was resurrected three by Jesus three days before Jesus was Jesus was crucified. So towards the end, it did. I was it, a little bit confused because now and didn't follow. Now, now there's <laughs> not, here, here, here's here's my quick theory on that because he got crucified three days before and rose. I'm assuming what you said three days mm-hmm. before. So mm-hmm. when Jesus is in the tomb, is it Clarence walking around saying, "I'm back"? Is 
You feel? Yeah, it tried. It so definitely is, tried to. Because it didn't show that he's going to turn over a new leaf or I become a better person. I guess if we person. were looking for some blasphemy, that's right. Okay, fine. We're right. Like, we'll do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. But I do believe that in that time, there would be people saying, like, they're the Messiah for personal gain. And I do actually believe that. There would be people saying, oh, well, I'm Jesus, I, I I'm wouldn't Jesus. believe that they were looking for him for quite some time mm-hmm. and maybe didn't know immediately who Jesus was. Right, right. So and, yeah. yeah, it would be believable that the Romans may have crucified other people who they thought was the Messiah. So I, I, I would recommend it to others. You always want to formulate your own opinion. Now, absolutely. I will say this. If you are not a person who knows a lot about the Bible or say you're a new Christian and you're new to the story of Jesus, maybe not for you. Because that could create some confusion and some other things. So if you're a religious person, this is not a religious movie. So I wouldn't recommend it to anybody who's looking to see, you know, if this movie is going to be like The Passion or or The Chosen or anything. This ain't for you. This ain't for you. Um, But as far as anybody else who... Um, knows a little bit more about the story of Jesus, you just know what it says and all that, then something like this movie isn't going to really deter you from um, right. It's not from gonna, what you already it's know. It's not going to sway you. From, from what, what you, you already know based on your religion, what you already know to be truth, right? It's not really going right. to um, do anything for that. So but I want to say that to, to people out there thinking that this is a religious movie. It is not. And nor no, should you watch it that. for those purposes. Now, for everything else that the movie did, I think it worked. It worked for, for whatever they were trying to whatever they were trying to accomplish. I think the cinematography was good. I think the it had, you know, good jokes in there and punchlines yeah. and stuff like that. What landed and landed. And it did what landed landed. <laughs> it didn't go so crazy in my opinion. That's the thing. It didn't. It, it didn't. It didn't. Go too it didn't far push the, the envelope as much as maybe, and and that might just be me, but I just didn't feel like it pushed the envelope yeah. to where I needed to get up and leave the theater kind no. of thing. And I was waiting for that. Yeah. So. So it it worked for me on on a scale of love to hate because you know we don't have like on a scale of love to hate. You I love it. Love, or we, I, I loved it. Was I in love? It? Probably not. Not. But I loved it. I think that's what the, the new rating system has to be that. Are we in love with it or do we love it? I love you, but I I'm not in it. love. But the thing is, is that because it's love, hate, I, there wasn't enough happening mm-hmm. for me to hate it. That's why. I feel like it was a complete failure with what they were trying to accomplish. Right. Did I, was I just so in love with it where I'll never stop talking about this movie and I have mm-hmm. to watch it over and over and over again? No. If it was on, but it I would just be it. on in the background. So I, I loved it, and I, I I say I love it because I would recommend it for people to watch. I'm super conflicted because it's not it's not on my it's not did on my record. It it's not on my recommendation it? list. But it's not if someone brought it up, I wouldn't be like, oh no, that's a terrible movie, it's the worst movie ever. I wouldn't do that either. But it's not something where I would like. Do you have a movie for me? I'd be like, oh yeah, the Book of Clarence. It wouldn't be that either. But it, I'm with you with this. It didn't have enough for me to be like, I hated it. But I'm not in love. Oh, my gosh. You hated it. No, That's the thing. No, I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. So you loved it. It's a love. If you didn't love it. It's a, wait, it wait. can't be a love-hate thing. Either you loved it it's or a, you uh, Listen, it. I loved it, but it's not a love that I would like want people to know that I loved it. I'm keeping this relationship a secret. 
type of love. Oh, that feels sounds so love. bad. You ain't in love. No, you I'm not in love. love. You said you weren't in love. You said you loved it, but you weren't in love with it. I I love. Ah. But if you don't want to tell people and scream in front of mountaintops, then you ain't in love. Yeah, you don't love it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. If you didn't love it, you didn't love it. I didn't love. No, I did not love it. But I did not. I know that sounds unfair. So did it work? Yes or no? It did. I just didn't loved it. Okay, I loved it. I loved it for what it was. Are you sure? I'm positive. (laughs) Okay, so are we gonna rate it out of five? Okay, out of five hearts, I give it two hearts. Agreed. It didn't. Too. It didn't break. Yeah. And two solid hearts. It didn't break two solid my heart. Hearts. It didn't break my heart. It didn't like crush all expectations either. But it yeah. wasn't like an epic fail. And we've seen some doozies. Yeah. And this was yeah. not that. This was not that. And all the hate that it warranted really wasn't that either. Yeah, especially. Uh, and the thing is, you got to think time, time period, right? This yeah. was a good time for this movie because the world. Has seen worse. Worse, <laughs> and I feel like we live in a no respect of anything type yeah, of placement yeah, right now. So, yeah. so yeah, two uh, two solid hearts out of five for me. What about you? Same, two out of five. Out of five? Yeah, yeah, it was solid. It okay. was solid. And as five. always, please formulate your own opinion because this is just ours. Yep. All right, that'll do it for the love, hate movie reviews podcast. That'll do it for today's episode. Don't miss out on the next episode of the Love Hate Movie Reviews podcast. Follow us on social media at Love Hate Movie Reviews for exclusive behind the scene footage. And remember to subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.